It's time for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. Now, from Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, and Belmont, California, here is Maggie and Matthew Paveo. Okay, everybody, welcome back. This is season two. We're doing it a little different. Usually it's around the kitchen table. Now we have decided to make it a little more difficult on ourselves and are 2,000 miles away. Maggie in the Philadelphia area and me in the Bay Area. But we're still going to talk Notre Dame football, and we have a lot to talk about today. First game of the season against Florida State. But first of all, Maggie, how is it going? Pretty great. Um, yeah. it's, it's The weather's been nice, contrary to what's been in the news, um, at least here. And I'm excited to talk Notre Dame football. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's just jump right in. I mean, it's a new season. Um, Notre Dame currently, in most polls, ranked around nine, number nine, as far as I can tell. Is that what you you saw, Maggie? I've seen number nine. Usually, that's where we're ranked, anyways. So that's what I've seen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, what's your biggest hope for the season? So, let's say, let's fast forward. You know, twelve weeks. Where? What's your hope? What do you, What do you hope to be talking about? I mean, it's other than kind of the obvious, which would be. Playoffs, oh, but... Well, I was going to go with the obvious. Oh, we'll go with the um, obvious then. <laughs> okay, well, I was going to say, oh, well, what's 12 weeks? Would 12, would 12 weeks be the championship or would it be? Well, I'm just saying, I was trying to say at the end of the year. At the end of the okay, year. Okay, the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I would say, oh, my goodness, it's great that Kyle Hamilton's the projected number one overall pick. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and it's also great how Jack Cohn really came to his own and is also declaring for the draft. And it's great that we oh, wow. saw a lot of. Tyler Buckner and Drew Pine in the season when Jack Cohn was obliterating teams. Wow. That, okay. So, so that's the so, best case scenario. Wow. That's, that is, you are, wow, that's pretty bold. That you are optimistic. Uh, I can certainly see Kyle Hamilton. We're probably going to be celebrating him all year long and probably this is his last season. Um, and Jack Cohn, boy, boy, if he's, I could see it happening. I could see those both happening. I don't know about number one pick, but I could see certainly a top pick. And maybe even I watch. Keep an eye out for Michael Mayer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he has one more year though, right? Until he has to declare. Yeah, right. But I mean, just okay. as far as having a great year. Mm-hmm. So, what are you thinking about the number nine ranking? Is that fair? Is it not fair? Uh, should they've been higher? Should they've been lower? Uh, what do you think? Well, I never think that Notre Dame should be below two. I'd be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the only problem I. I, if I remember the rankings correctly, the only team that I had a problem with being above us was Texas A&M. Right. Um, and sure, you know, we lost our last game. They won their last game. Barely. Um, but it was North Carolina who we had beaten. Right. And, and it was a close, close game, closer right. than it, we played them. Yeah. Um, totally. And they're missing Kellen Mond. And frankly, I know I'm not a Texas A&M fan, but I can't tell you another player on their team. Yeah. Um, when you look at Notre Dame, you see, oh, Kyle Hamilton, Michael Mayer, Kyron Williams. You see those names. So I'm interested I'm interested to see where that will go, Texas right. A&M. Right, right. I agree. I agree with you. In some polls, I think, I don't know if it's the number nine one. I don't have it in front of me. Um, was that um, Iowa State, I think, might have been ahead of him. And I understand they have a running back. The, they're, they're running, um, what's his name, Maggie? The, the running back. Put you on the spot. Brees uh, Hall. Brees Hall, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, I don't think that they deserve to be above Notre Dame. Maybe I'm just have the bowl game from a couple years ago still on my mind. But anyway, I'll take number nine. It's I believe the highest they've been in the Kelly era. I want to say I could be wrong, but um, I'll take number nine at this point, and we'll go from there. 
Um, I was wondering about, um, well, let's talk starting lineups. Let, let's go to the starting because they were announced this past weekend um, or past week. Anything that stood out for you right away? Any, any, um, oh, what do you say? Surprise thought. Just, well, let's just start with your thoughts. What are your thoughts on the, the starting offense? Let's start offensive side of the ball. Offensive starting lineups. Your thoughts on that? Yeah. So one thing that was surprising to me was that Blake Fisher is starting um, mm-hmm. as a freshman. Um, I had heard, you know, Rocco Spindler and Blake Fisher, two um, incoming offensive linemen who are big guys, um, considering they're like yeah. 17, 18 right. years old. Right. Um, and I had heard they were getting a lot of reps, but I didn't expect like the first game um, for them to be starting um, over someone like Michael Carmody, who's been here for a few years, even though he has similar eligibility. Right. Um, I thought they would kind of bench Fisher and uh, Spindler this year, or, or, or at yeah. least it began. Right. I agree with you, or at least slowly work them in. I, I'm surprised. I was surprised Blake Fisher was a starter. Um, I think one person we haven't talked enough about uh, in our preseason podcast was Kane Madden, uh, starting at the right mm-hmm. guard position uh, from Marshall. Um, I think he's going to be carry on the lineage of great Notre Dame players. But that should be, and also excited to see Braden Lindsay as always on the field. Uh, when mm-hmm. you look at Kevin <laughs> Austin, Kevin Austin and Braden Lindsay on the outside, Maggie, what are your thoughts? Those are the starting mm-hmm. wide receivers today. Yeah, I'm just really excited at the de- about the depth that we have at wide receiver because I look at the chart here and I see Joe Wilkins is number two and Lorenzo Styles. Right. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting um, to see how that position progresses. But I'm also just excited to see um, Avery Davis and Kevin Austin because I feel like they haven't gotten a fair shake in the past. And mm-hmm. I hope this is their season. Especially not Kevin Austin, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he started to look good last year and then gets injured. Um, I'm with you too. I, I was surprised to see Lorenzo Styles sneak into the the second team. I, I, that's really exciting um, to see what he can bring um, to everything. Um, how about on the defensive side of the ball? Anything that that sticks out for you on the defensive thoughts or surprises on the defensive side of the ball as far as the starting lineups go? Um, I mean, not as surprising as the offensive line, right? Um, a depth was a big thing when I was looking at this. Maybe mm-hmm. just that I have looked at the roster a lot of times and I recognize these names. But um, like even just looking at this one, is it Viper? Um, yeah, the, the linebacker. Viper. Right. Yeah, it's Foskey, um, one of the Adam Alola brothers, and Jordan right. Batello, who right. we've all seen in the past. Right. Um, and just in linebacker um, specifically, uh, we just have a ton of depth, which is just kind of the theme of this first game, I would say, right. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I think our, our we have a it's not a supremely in that they're not all seniors, but they're all juniors. I mean, that junior class really making their mark on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you go with Foskey and, and Bertrand and uh, Jack Kaiser getting a start, which is incredible. Um, Cam Hart and Kyle Hamilton, of course. I mean, those are all junior one class. What a class that was for our defense. So um, that's exciting to see, especially under Marcus Freeman, see what he does. Um, them any i don't think there's any real surprise i agree with you i don't think there's any real surprising maybe uh jd bertrand getting into there over shane simon um mm-hmm. but that's just kind of that's i can see either way and and um, and maybe jordan batello as a third teamer but he's going to get a lot of playing time anyway so um i don't necessarily see that as a huge like surprise um as they go into play florida state so let's talk about florida state 
This is not the Florida state of the past, although they are uh, on the way back, supposedly under Mike Nor Norvell. Um, Notre Dame, of course, uh, played them last year and uh, beat them pretty handily. Um, what do you think about coming in? What, what do you, first of all, what are just your overall thoughts uh, over uh, Notre Dame? They beat Florida State 42 to 26 last year. But this is a story tradition or a traditional rivalry. But what are your thoughts just on the Florida State team? And then we'll talk about the actual game. Any thoughts on the Florida State team? Um, so I was watching the Brian Kelly press com conference earlier this week, um, and he talked a lot about certain players. And what stood out to me was that we actually have flip flop or reverse problems, I guess. Yeah. Um, meaning that like the offensive line and the offense on Florida State is very experienced, right. while our offensive line is rather young. Um, and we lost a lot of starters last year, but also right. Florida State lost um, players like Asante Samuel Jr. and right. um, Marvin Wilson on their defense. So we're more experienced defensively and Florida State offensively. So it's it's going to be an interesting battle. Well, they are. I mean, they, they have McKenzie Milton, right, as their their mm -hmm. who's a story in himself. How do you think he's going to fare coming back? I don't know. And McKenzie Milton might be one of the biggest parts of why I'm feeling a little uneasy about this game, um, just because you don't know what he's going to look like. He hasn't played in what, two years yeah, since that yeah. horrific injury at UCF. Yeah, right. Um, and so it's just a big question mark. I'm kind of excited. Um, I would be more excited if they weren't playing Notre Dame, I guess yeah. when it happened. Yeah. I, 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 you're, I think you're right. I, I don't, I don't not as worried about Mackenzie Melton. Maybe I should be, but you know, we make a big deal about Tyler Buckner not having played in a couple of years his insane sort of situation. And now I'm starting to hear he might, well, he might like share um, reps. And so he might not play the full game. So it's kind of like, well, okay, where, where is this team at? If they're still making quarterback decisions uh, as we go to play Notre Dame, I think that that speaks well uh, for us. How, what do you think about coach Norvell? Any thoughts on him? Just, just a random thought Any, or a random question. Any thoughts on coach Norvell mm -hmm. for Florida state? Do you think he's going to make it there? I mean, we'll see. I don't know how much time they're going to give him. Is this his – what season is I this for him? I think it's only second, second year, right? Okay, so it's still early. And I feel like – I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but Notre Dame is a big game. And so if he doesn't yeah. do so well in this game, that doesn't mean it's the end for him. Oh, no. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with this team. Very similar to Notre Dame. There's not a lot of experience on one side and a ton on the other, so it's a little right. bit flip-flopped right now. Yeah, but I think if, if, if they're still deciding between Jordan – Jordan Travis and, and Milton. I, I don't know what the coach, I, you know, I want to like him, but I, I think he might have some issues and I, I don't know that this ends well for him um, against us. What, so what, how do you see the game playing out? Thoughts on, on the game itself, Notre Dame versus what do you think Notre Dame's strength or maybe, yeah. And maybe we'll even get a prediction from you here. What do you think is going to okay. happen? Well, you know, in the past, I haven't been great about numbers, like number scores. Right. Um, so I'm just generally going to say that we're going to, I think we're going to win by two touchdowns. I think the game is going to be pretty close around halftime. Maybe not as much defense or, or not as much offense as you would have thought was going to happen because I feel like that happened a lot in our early games last season. Um, but then around the second half, Kyle Hamilton's going to get an interception uh -uh. Um, and things are going to start to turn around and we're going to pull ahead a little bit. And Jack Cohn's going to show why he got the starting quarterback job. OK, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I think the defense is really going to come out strong with under Marcus Freeman. I think it's 35 to 14, uh, maybe even 42 to 14. I think Notre Dame's going to have limited prop, maybe start off a little. So maybe the first quarter is close. But after that, I think they'll 
they'll blow the doors out. They have superior talent, superior coaching. And I think uh, shouldn't, it should be, it has a, if they can stay away from any mistakes, I think they have a, they'll probably win pretty handily. Um, how about players to watch? We do this every, every uh, week. What are your thoughts? Players to watch on offense. Who do you, who do you think is your player? You're still going to be your, your player that you think is going to have a great game. Um, I'm and why? Go... Give, me a, give me a why also. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a podcast favorite of Brayden Lindsay because I feel like you can't go wrong with Brayden Lindsay. <laughs> Brayden Lindsay. You're stealing my paper. Um, That's okay. Oh. No, you're not. No, sorry. You're not. You're not. You're oh, not. okay. Okay. Um, just because he was out last year and he didn't get a lot of playing time, but two years ago he was really explosive um, and would break away into these big runs. Um, so I'm excited to see – what he brings to the table this game. Okay. I'm going with Michael Mayer, two touchdowns, bank it. Uh, he is just going to be more of a weapon uh, as the season goes on. Michael Mayer, two touchdowns. You can put in the book. And I, I might, might even go Jack Cohn, but I'm going Michael Mayer. All right. Defensive side of the ball. Do I even need to, to ask who your player of the game is? You already said he's going to get an interception, but go ahead. I player mean, of the game defense. At risk of sounding creepy. I am always watching <laughs> Kyle Hamilton. So, um, I mean, he's going to, I hope he has a big year. Um, He's already projected to be like a top five draft pick. So I hope he plays up to that. Um, Yeah. Another year with Kyle Hamilton. I can't complain. Okay. I'm going with, I want to go Clarence Lewis, but I'm going to go with Isaiah Foskey, um, who I go, I go with a a lot, I think, but I think really this year, I think, I don't think the Florida state line is that good. I think uh, Marcus Freeman will let him loose. And look for Foskey to really have kind of that freakish three sacks or something like that. A really dominating game. Uh, my player is Foskey. All right. And so who's your ultimate player of the game? Like you've had to pick one player of the game. Okay. It's not going to be someone that I picked for my players to watch. Because oh, wow. I want to shake it up. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick Kevin Austin. Wow. Because he's going to have a comeback. I've heard a lot of whispering about Kevin Austin and how fired up he is. Yeah. Um, And he's really been patient with the program. So I hope, you know, the program's kind to him. Right. um, And he has a good game on Sunday. Right. Um, But I like that pick. I'm going to go with Jack Cohen. I already said kind of Jack Cohen. Um, I'm going with Jack Cohen. All right. uh, Maggie, you uh, listened very intently to the Brian Kelly interview the other day uh, anything you want to talk about uh, uh those things uh what should we be looking for as what is kelly looking for for things of improvement are we talking like red zone offense are we talking about special teams what are we talking about yeah so he talked a lot about the red zone offense and it not being well he put up some statistics which were not great so i didn't bother copying them down exactly <laughs> but just take my word for it they weren't great he basically yeah. just said we need to throw more which makes sense why we you would put Jack Conan, um, you need more balance and you need to just pull the trigger. We have more wide receivers and therefore more targets, especially with our tight ends. Um, right. So hopefully the red zone offense improves this game. We'll see. Okay. I'm, I'm, I am, uh, I am feeling good about my pick with Michael Mayer mm-hmm. already. And of course it's COVID. Um, we're still in the pandemic. How is Notre Dame's vac- vaccination rates? Um, so he, we, um, when I was watching, they talked more about Florida state and how their Uh, vaccination rate uh, is actually lower than what the ACC wants. Um, but apparently the Irish health staff has looked into it and it's perfectly fine. Um, they will keep the same travel plans though as last year, just to make sure. Um, and I think I've heard that we're pretty good on vaccination rates, so that's uplifting. 
yeah okay yeah you've been going into florida sadly as it is 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 a thing that we have to be careful of all right uh let's talk about this great week of college football coming up i don't know if i remember a better first week for sure and maybe even like a better week just a regular season week than this one there are so many great games maggie i know you've been combing through them to pick out the true gems um i'm gonna we're gonna write this down this year and really keep track of of how we're doing uh with the picks um okay so why don't you go with the games mags Okay, I'll give you the game, and then I'll give a little synopsis of why I chose it. Okay. So the first game I chose was Penn State versus Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. I found this to be an interesting game because Wisconsin had a great year last year. Um, because, you know, Jack Cohn got injured. Right. Um, so I'm looking or interested in seeing how they kind of progress. And then Penn State had an atrocious year last year, but they're always kind of talked about as maybe this will be their year. Like, it's really an unknown yeah. right now. So – um it's going to be a tough first game for uh penn state but i'm interested to see what will happen okay so who are you picking i am picking that being said i'm picking wisconsin all right i am also going with wisconsin i have a someone i know going to the game so that's why i'm going with i actually think they're a better team i think it's a better program uh wisconsin okay and then the next game i picked could be interesting it could be a blowout um, I picked Alabama versus Miami just because they're two really big programs. Miami has um, De'Eric King. Right. And I think they did okay last year. Um, but Alabama is starting Bryce Young, who has, of course, gotten a right. lot of um, press about his NIL deals. Right. Um, so I'm looking to see if he'll live up to the hype. Um, and I have Alabama in this game because I didn't want to take a risk on this one. I so want to go with Miami, but I, too, am going with Alabama. Um, just such a better program. I got to go. I am not a Diaz fan as far as coaching, and I'm definitely a Nick Saban fan, um, at least of his coaching. I So I'm going with Alabama. Okay, and he's and got then, the better talent too. Let's just not not forget that. Even yeah. with Bryce, yeah, I, I just think, yeah, much better talent. Go ahead. Okay, and then um, the next one I picked was, I think this one's actually going to be really interesting. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Um, mm-hmm. San Jose State versus USC. USC has gotten a ton of hype because of Keaton Slovis, who mm-hmm. I personally didn't think had the best year last year, and yet we're still talking about him in a Heisman race, potentially. I don't know. And then San Jose State has Nick Starkle, who had a really great year. They made it to a bowl game. They won the Mountain West. So I am picking San Jose State. Yeah, I so you're so much bolder than I am. I so want to pick San Jose State, but I'm going to go with USC. I just think this – I. I think this is a year USC has to play well. They cannot let – if the San Jose State – they let San Jose State win, their season is obliterated, and I just don't think they'll do that. But I so want to pick them, and I understand why you pick them, and I think actually San Jose State does have a chance, but I'm going with USC. Okay, and then I have the main – or the main game. Actually, let me wait hold, Wait a second. Let me do this one first. Um, I picked okay. one that could be interesting. Um, it's the Rage and Cajuns versus te- uh-huh. the Texas Longhorns. And if I remember correctly, it's Louisiana Lafayette. Um, and yes. they did pretty well last year. Um, I think they were one of the teams, like yeah. Coastal Carolina and BYU, kind of being like, why are they having such a good year? Um, and Texas, you know, they, ha- they have a new coach. Um, and they've been making some recruiting moves. So I did pick Texas, but I do think this one is going to be interesting. Okay, this one I'll go the other way. I'll go with Lafayette and, and uh, just to make it interesting. And, um, and I, yeah, sorry, I'm not a Steve Sarkeesian fan. And uh, so I'm going with 
uh, Lafayette, you're going with Texas. All right. Um, and then, you know, the second most important after Notre Dame's, of course, um, is Georgia versus Clemson. So I thought it was only appropriate we picked that one. Um, Georgia, I've been talking a lot about quarterbacks, but, um, you know, they are the key to the game. Um, Georgia has JT Daniels, who used to be at USC, who kind of right. who was injured in the beginning of the year and came in and played pretty well, but it was too late in the season to salvage anything. And then Clemson, right. if I pronounce nice. that right. Way to go. Um, I don't know if I did. I just, the confidence was there. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're kind of iffy on their quarterbacks, but, you know, Clemson also is just a powerhouse. Um, but I am going to pick Georgia because of JT Daniels. Okay. I'm going Clemson because today I was, I heard that they might think that Clemson might have the best defense under Dabo Sweeney they've ever had. That's enough for me. I think along, how's his name pronounced? I'll make you say it. Uh, DJ. Do, DJ Uyangalale. That guy is going to be great. I don't think he, I don't think they miss much. I do think they miss Travis Etienne. I don't think enough people have been talking about that. Um, but again, they have your favorite middle linebacker for Clemson. And he's mm -mm. back for his like 19th year. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, I don't like him. I'm not going to even say his name. So, uh, but I'm going with Clemson. Okay. All right. All right, Maggie. So we're, and we both have Notre Dame winning, obviously, um, for the, the 15th straight week or whatever we've done doing the show. Um, so we'll see how it goes. It's going to be, I'm so excited. I'm spending all day tomorrow uh, watching college football and hopefully Sunday. And, and remember, everybody's games on Sunday, 4 30 West Coast time and 7 30 East Coast time. Uh, Notre Dame comes away victorious uh, against Florida State. All right, Maggie. Well, I think we made it through our first. Uh, bi-coastal podcast. I think that went really well. Um, anything, any last word? I hear there's a new uh, s saying that you want to put out there? Yes. So it's not that big of a deal, but I will explain it. <laughs> now, that um, I've, now that I've put attention <laughs> towards it. And I thought I'd shake it up. So my new saying, and therefore the end of the podcast, is just going to be, have a good evening, everyone. Ah, okay. And mm -hmm. go Irish. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Join us next Friday night for another episode of A Dad and a Daughter Talk Notre Dame Football. <laughs>